On today's news episode, we discuss what's going on with Primeval Whirl, a major change coming to DVC points, and the possible delay of Rise of the Resistance opening. All these stories and more on this episode 229 of the Capture the Magic podcast. Welcome to the show, everybody. My name is Jamie Lee, and I am joined by my husband, as always, Mr. Jared Lee. Hello, Jared. Hello. How goes this evening for you? Uh, good. Good. Busy. Busy. Yeah, Busy. Trying to, yeah, working. I, I'm finding working at home with a toddler and, and an infant is uh, not, not easy. But here's my dilemma, and Jim and I were talking about this. Going to a coffee shop isn't any better. Why? Like, why? Why is why is it not better? Because coffee shops are loud and stuff, anyways. So it's like it depends on which one you go to. Go to the library. Yeah, but then the issue you get though is people want to talk to you. In the library? In places people like to talk, and I. I have never had anybody approach me in the library. <laughs> go to Barnes. I, and I haven't Google. thought about the library, but then you got then you got book jockeys you got to deal with. Okay, I'm just saying, library is very quiet, and usually nobody bothers you. I didn't. Th- um, I'm not. Gonna, I'm be honest. I haven't stepped foot in a library in uh, in many moons. Oh, okay. We have a couple. here. I didn't know they town. were even still around. To be quite honest, there, there's still books. I feel like when still... I walk in, they would just be like, "Oh, a visitor. Hello. What brings you here? Do you not know about the internet?" Like, oh no, I do. I just wanted to come here. People enjoy the written word <laughs> on paper still, Jared. <laughs> it's not all about. I you understand. know, uh, Kindle. No, I'm just kidding. Kindle? Who's Kindle? Kindle. The Kindle. I know. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. I made a joke. A joke. <laughs> a joke. No, but it's good. Just busy and, and uh, yeah. Yes. It's, I'm getting, it's just funny when you, when you're on a call and you hear screaming and you're like, don't worry about it. It's just, it's just children. It's just the children. That's mm-hmm. true. I know. They are very loud. They really um, are loud. <laughs> yeah. It's like kids are just loud. Just they to be loud. loud. Yeah. Yeah. Also... Too. I mean, it is mid-September, and Christmas is like three months away. That's weird. That is weird. I feel like 2019 is just. I, I know. It, I it, people say this all the time, and I know. Like part of it is think like when you have kids, that time goes quicker. But this year has gone by fast. I swear it was just like February. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's crazy. But I think too when you have a newborn in that mix too, mm-hmm. like the last. To be quite honest, July to now, uh, it all seems like it was a matter of like a week or two. So like I think part together. of it is that is just, yeah, it's just, yeah, kind of want time just to slow down a little bit. So I can just chill and relax a, a tad bit. I'd like to relax at some point. What's that? What is that like? I know. I don't know what that's like. I don't know. It'd be fantastic. <laughs> well, anyway, um, we've got some news stories we're going to talk about today, as always, on the new show. But first, we want to mention some of our other uh, shows on this network. There is Diz Dudes. That's every Wednesday. That's Jeremy and Jared. They do a live stream in Club 32 every Monday, and that's at 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern. And if you're a Club 32 member, you'll be able to interact with them and, and make comments and kind of have a two-way conversation going. 
Well, actually, three-way if you're talking about both of you. I have Evan. no comment. Okay. Three-way three -way conversation. Anyway, <laughs> if you're a Club 32 member, <laughs> you can do that. Somebody um, could do some fancy editing there and put Jamie in a, in a predicament. I, I wasn't trying to be <laughs> provocative No, I know. Jamie's the most innocent human being you'll ever come across, and she'll say things sometimes. I'm like, you have no idea what you just know. said. She's like, what? I don't mm, even know. Nothing. It's very, it's very endearing. <laughs> I'm glad you like it. Like when we first met, and you'd say things I'm like, oh, she doesn't know, <laughs> and I'm good. I'm glad because I, you know, I don't. I'm glad people didn't grow up all like me and in, in the things that I saw. So. Oh gosh, that's terrible. Well, I just rougher side of town. I'm just saying. Well, that's true. He did. He grew up on a rough side of town. Anyway. <laughs> the show again is on Mondays and uh, if you're Club 32 and you want to catch the live stream of that on Mondays you can um, sign up at ctmvip.com as as well as other awesome things in the club um, and then also we have uh, Main Street Magic and that's every Tuesdays and Thursdays with Jeremy and Rhonda and they just recently went to Universal so if you're a Universal person and interested in that other theme park conglomerate you can check out those episodes this week. Conglomerate. Conglomerate. What? <laughs> never never heard the term theme park conglomerate. And but. now you have. All You're right. welcome. There we go. <laughs> Whatever. And um, we also have Trip Tales, which is starting back up next month. So that'll be exciting. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. And speaking of... I was gonna, conglomerate doesn't work, but... Um, I, we had mentioned, I know we mentioned it before, I was just going to reiterate it again. Uh, we are moving CTM at the movies as exclusively a Club 32 thing for mm -hmm. reasons just being, um, and we discussed. People don't understand our Well, humor. it's just one of those things <laughs> I, I, I've said, it, I, I want the, I don't want that show to be the first impression people come across. If there's, if the first time they, they hear anything from the network is that show, that wouldn't be, it's not that that show's bad. It's just, that's not a good representation of like. That's not the first viewing. That'd be kind of like going into like, uh, like, well, you've been watching Lost and you mm -hmm. start watching at season six. It's not that it's not good. It's just you're going to be completely lost if you haven't seen the first few you're seasons. Be lost <laughs> watching Lost, right? So we're moving in there, but plus doing that, um, I think it'll be more of fun because now Club Thirty Two has complete control over that. Uh, yeah. And I believe the next movie that we're going to do. Because oh, no. we put it to the people and they seemed all for it. Even though it's not technically a Disney movie, is Hobbs and Shaw. <sighs> because it comes out on digital, I think, next, like middle of next month. So. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> and The Rock is Disney family. So. Let me just say the last. Fast and Furious. This isn't movie. a Fast and Furious movie. It's like a. It's a. It's, it's a, a spinoff. Spinoff. You don't have to. You don't have to know anything about Fast and Furious. Okay, good. Good because I've only seen the first like four, and then I haven't seen the right. Rest. This movie is going to be one where they probably vaguely reference like the other Fast and Furious people, but I have. I think they're trying to build their own franchise here. Family. So. <laughs> family. My family. But yeah, so uh, that'll be the next one. So again, if you want to okay. be here with those and be a part of all those, then Club Thirty Two is a good again, place to Club be. Club Thirty Two. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to the news. Okay. We are talking about some new signs going up at Magic Kingdom. What signs would that be? Well, it's a pretty cool sign. I'm not going to lie. Well, if you remember, the Tomorrowland sign was uh, stolen. 
I don't think it was stolen. It just wasn't there. Disney never said. They took it down. I started the rumor that it was stolen. And now it's back up um, and it's better than ever. Yes, a sleek new Tomorrowland sign has been installed at the Magic Kingdom. How would you describe this for people that aren't actually looking at a picture? I would describe it as... Um, uh, what? Oh, it's a design element. It looks like the underside of a cup holder. <laughs> kind of. Because it's like well, it's, it's that, circular. It's and it's a design. What's what's like Apple's design philosophy? Like not simplified, but clean and yeah, like and very clean and just simplify. I would say like simplification of mm-hmm. uh, that sort of modern mm-hmm. theming way. But yeah, it's very sleek and just like I like it. Okay, here it is. It, it looks like they took the St. Louis Arch, split it in half, and put a circle on the top. Uh, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't sure. Yep. Anyway, so the the uh, pictures and, of this are in the show notes if right. you have. I mean, there's really nothing to the article, and there's mostly pictures of it. But yeah. I personally like it because um, I kind of hope that this is going to be what Tomorrowland. Like, if you think about the movie Tomorrowland, even though I know it wasn't a huge success, this sort of way it looks kind of almost fits how that movie was the, a little bit. And I kind of like that. Like, I kind of like. I hope this is the uh, way they kind of go about redoing Tomorrowland. Because honestly, if they're mm-hmm. redoing this sign, you can see some of these pictures behind. Guess what they're going to have to redo is some of the, the rides back there you can see. It's not in the same style. Makes me think they're going to redo those. I think, those. though, I mean, Tomorrowland, they've already said at D23 that Tomorrowland is getting a right huge yeah. overhaul. I just mean, I think there's going to be more than people realize. Yeah. I'm wondering if they're going to go... Astro Orbiter. That's what's back there. Astro Excuse Orbiter, me. Yes. I feel like that's going... Because Astro Orbiter looks like the old sign. Yeah, it's well. It, it's you know when we've talked about Tomorrowland being confused. Is it space? I is think it future. Is it space in the future? It's, it's just been lost. So it's been Astro- wandering around, going like, "Who am I?" Obviously, there's Space Mountain, which is space. Astro Orbiter, which is space. But then you got like, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, Lilo, like Stitch's Great Escape, uh, Buzz Lightyear, technology. Like, right. what are we doing, guys? Yeah. So, if we can get on the same page in Tomorrowland, that would be wonderful. And I'm wondering if they're going to go the route that Disney, I think it's Disneyland Paris, has, where it's Jules Verne uh, idea of what the future is. Well, I feel like with I Tron going in, that that's the vision it's going to be. Is in like so, a, it's 80s, like future? an 80s style. This is what Jeremy and I've talked about a ton. Is an the 80s, 80s stylized version of the future, ah. which keeps you from the thing about the the problem you run into is stuff like Tomorrowland. Which we've talked about a ton is that if you originally this land was supposed to be like what the future would be. The problem is technology moves so quickly now. You would have to update this land every like two to three years. So by yeah. doing okay, here's what the here's we're gonna base this in the eighties of what we thought the future would look like in the eighties. First off, you don't have to update it constantly. And second, I think that's kind of more fun anyways. Mm-hmm. So You know it would go really well in Tomorrowland instead of Epcot. Me, be, as, me as president of Tomorrowland? <laughs> no, it would be Guardians. Mm, yeah, but they're not going to. Obviously. <laughs> They're already like right, but I, well, and I I think what would go back there really well is like Wreck It Ralph. I know that rumor's been there forever for the Stitch ride. Yeah, Wreck It Ralph would fit because it's eighties. Yeah, like there's stuff you could do that would make it all work, but you know it'll be interesting to see because I think tomorrow, like at a Magic Kingdom, Tomorrowland's the one land where there's just the most, it, it just it, there's the most disconnect there. Yeah, but I like the new signs. So yeah, me too. We'll see whatever what other new changes come with Tomorrowland. Hopefully, the next one is they just say Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor is going away. I, but Jeremy and I talked about this. Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor would work 
in Hollywood Studios. I think it's a perfect fit there. I just don't think it works in Tomorrowland in Magic Kingdom. That's a good point. Yep. I know. Uh, I'm okay. <laughs> next, <laughs> next story um, is about a very unpopular ride in Animal Kingdom. Possibly, I don't know. I mean, it's definitely moving to seasonal. Let's just say that. Is this them saying they're slowly putting it out to pasture? Well, this is part of a rumor, too, that we're going to talk about the end of the show, but we'll just talk about this part Rumors. first. Uh, yeah, Primeval World at Disney's Animal Kingdom to cease normal operations and become a seasonal attraction. Uh, current plans are to keep the attraction closed through the end of the year, only reopening Primeval World for the busiest days at Animal Kingdom. Uh, seasonal operation is contingent of Primeval World being able to come back from whatever issues has been keeping the attraction closed for the past few months. Uh, there's no word as to if Primeval World will go back to being a full-time attraction after the start of the new year. Uh, says, uh, guests should be wary of seasonal operation for previously normally operating attraction has been a sign of imminent permanent closure. As you may remember, this was the case for Stitch's Great Escape which Disney still lists as temporarily closed, despite the fact that the attraction has not operated since January 6th of 2018. This also happened with uh, Horizons. This has happened so, many times. and I do I, that a lot. <laughs> well, we, I think Diz Dudes, we talked about it. I said, don't be surprised if this ride never comes back. Because this has been... Yeah. Uh, the, the issue that I understand, <clears throat> understand from some sources that I've heard from, that one thing about doing this show is some people will tell you things and they work mm-hmm. for Disney or whatever. Um, is that they're so they originally got this ride because it was just obviously off the shelf type ride had readily available parts so maintenance wise wasn't an issue so it's it's cheap Back to in. build cheap to upkeep was it then was it ninety eight somewhere around there I yeah can't remember problem being the not. company that made it went bankrupt I believe or something mm-hmm. or went out of business one or the other and now the parts that they need they no longer make. So whatever parts they've been needing, they have to get custom made. And I think now they're probably looking at, in the future, this is obviously an aging attraction. So if every time something goes wrong with this, are they going to have to custom make? I'm sure it's not cheap to get a custom made part. So, you know, it's kind of the same thing of, it's this has happened to other attractions. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. Right, right, right. And I think most people would be happy about this going away. I am one of those people. <laughs> it's not a fun ride. No. And um I mean I know it has its everything everything at Disney has some sort of fan base to some degree. Sure. But I, I this is one where I'm just sort of like, really? Like it just it just hurts. It my problem and I we've talked about this before and I'll just say this real quick. My problem with it is it feels very much like a county fair. Oh, for sure. I've seen this ride. We have a yeah, we have a right. fair that comes here once a year. I've seen this exact same ride, yeah. essentially there. Yeah, you know? that's kind of what it feels like, and that's and that's what bothers me because I mean, when I think of Disney, I really don't want to think of a fair. Right. Well, in you in know. all due respect, well, in their defense, Dinoland is set up almost like a fair. I mean, that's true. So that's the fact true. that it they much they very much leaned into that, but you're right. Like, I've always said, if you know. <laughs> The first time people came to Disney World, they went to Animal Kingdom and went to Dinoland. They'd just be like, "This really? This is Disney World?" I'm like, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I'd be interested, and I know we're gonna talk about it in the rumors, but yeah. interested in terms of, I feel like because this goes down, if this, well, say if this ride doesn't come back, this almost forces a complete redo or something updating of all of Dinoland. Well, just just wait. Yeah, just wait for. And because I haven't read the rumor, yeah, Dunk hasn't read it. <laughs> but I I kind of feel like this is 
this that would be the if it was me. All right, pause your brain and I can't. pause your brain right there. Right, just fine. pause it right there, and then we'll just move on and we'll go back to talking about. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next story is about um, they're doing something to your point to um, well new contracts basically for DVC direct contracts. Uh, yeah, according to DVCnews.com, a new rule means that Disney Vacation Club members must purchase a minimum of 100 points direct from DVC in order to fully qualify for the club's membership extras. Uh, the news marks more than a huge 30% increase over the previous minimum purchase requirement of 75 points, which was put in place last year. This came even uh, from an even bigger jump from the original minimum of only 25 points made effective from 2016. The most likely reason for this new demand looks like the further combat towards the higher number of owners joining DVC by buying points from the resale market. Uh, the new restriction will take place or will take effect from September 17th and will affect all membership extras, which include discounts, access to lounges, especially evening events, and more. And yeah, so. Hmm. Um. I'm not surprised with this. No, talking with Nate. From mm-hmm. DVC Duo uh, when we were down at, when I was down at Disney last month, um, he basically had a good authority that Disney they don't care about the renting of points, but when members rent their points right, out to the they people, really right. honestly don't care at all about that. I think it, I think they actually no longer have that in the terminology of the contracts, but they very much are wanting to clamp down on the resale. Uh, yeah. I would. I mean, that's money that they're losing. Yes. So. Like they've been taking a much more, um, dedicated approach and and not letting as many contracts. Like, because Disney has the first, they can refuse contracts. Right. Refu- and they've been yeah. doing it more and more. Um. The thing. Okay. Here's the thing with DVC. It's like a, kind of a supply and demand thing. So right now for DVC. The demand is high, and supply is pretty low because it, the the DVC the villas stay pretty much full all year long. Yeah. So Disney has total, you know, they can do whatever they want. I mean, they can they can make the requirement two hundred points. They're going to keep rising it until they reach whatever point people say, not for me. Um, but there's a lot of there's a lot of people that are mad. That they have to buy all these points just to get the perks. Which, if you already you know? have them, it doesn't affect you. It's just new. Yeah, if you were grand, you're grandfathered yeah. in already. If you which people like us yeah. who eventually, you know, we've always talked about eventually doing um, DVC. So I mean, we've talked about it, but dang, there's a lot of changes that have happened in the last like three years, yeah, two three years it, that maybe go, maybe not. Well, and one of these days we'll have. We'll have Nate and Strain on yeah, and talk about it because they they are they know tons about it. But yeah, you know, to me, DVC comes down to you know essentially it is a timeshare. Yeah, um, is it? Do you feel like Disney's a good partner in your timeshare? And and I don't know. To me, some of the stuff they do, I, I don't necessarily know if they if I feel like that they're a good partner in that sense. But yeah. again, I don't know a ton about DVC, so I can't. Yeah, I, I can't really speak on it. I but. mean, talk to me back in the nineties. I would have given you a completely different answer. I mean, my parents used to own. Yeah don't, br- yeah, don't bring that up because that's a sore subject. <laughs> I mean, they don't anymore, but... Um, Obviously. Yeah, but I mean, they bought it for less... It was less than $100 a point. Yeah. Um, direct, so... I yeah. Don't it's just... I mean, we're not DVC members, so we don't know all the ins and outs of everything. So, you know, all that we can say is that sucks for new new contracts or new people that want to 
want to get in because just another well and more than likely disney has a they have a threshold they're going to get to it's sort of like price on tickets themselves i think they're just slowly working instead of just doing one huge jump up to i don't know 200 250 points for this they're just going to slowly increase it over the next few years yep so all right moving on we have more for oh we're losing some things at disney so there's some things are going away uh, entertainment cuts coming across Walt Disney World, including the Muppets present great moments in American history. Looks like it's going and Jared away. Jared is getting his torch, and he's going to <laughs> revolt against this decision. I'm just kidding. I, you know, I don't know, maybe. Uh, a number of Walt Disney World entertainment offerings are planned to close over the next month as part of a series of operational cutbacks. The Muppets present great moments in American history. The Royal Majesty Maker will both close at Magic Kingdom and Move It, Shake It, Dance It, and Play It Street Party will be reduced to two shows per day. At Disney's Hollywood Studios, the recently opened Lightning McQueen's Pit Crew and Incredibles Super Shindig will both close. Akuna Matata time at Disney's Animal Kingdom will end. Uh, the reductions are expected to go into effect before October 6th of this year, and they haven't made any announcements on... Uh, or excuse me, Disney has yet to make any official announcement on the changes, though. Yeah, this always happens, though. They always end stuff right before the fiscal year starts. And it yeah. starts on October 1st, so. I mean, I look there at the Muppets go. thing. I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know. We we got news, too, of the, the Muppets. One of the Muppets shows um, that was going to be on Disney Plus got basically axed. There's another yeah. one that's still supposedly in the works. But I feel like Muppets is very much on its last leg. Um, they keep trying. They keep trying to milk that cow. They keep trying. And this, you know, the pop-up show as it is, um, after you've seen it a few times, you just you just keep going. So maybe this is something where they interchange it with other stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, because people yeah. have seen it and they want something different. But, you know. It's like a walk-through attraction. You just walk in it, through it as you're on you your know, way to Big Thunder. <laughs> yeah. they don't. I don't think they have any predetermined. They don't announce any times it's going to be taking place or anything like that, I don't believe. So, um, but yeah. I mean, um, I wouldn't. I would think something may replace it, but, you know, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. Um, all right. Uh, next story is about the Walt Disney World Marathon and some what's going on with it. People are running. That's People one thing. Uh, changes are coming to the 2020 Walt Disney World Marathon weekend. Among the changes are course alterations, a new start time, and new cheer squad packages. Yes. Uh, starting in 2020, the marathon will start at 5 a.m., which is 30 minutes earlier than the previous start time of 5.30 a.m. Oh, gosh. In addition, runners will now traverse through Blizzard Beach Water Park. Uh in an effort to reduce the amount of time runners spend on the roadways, the course will include more time in Epcot. Uh, specific details of the course layout haven't been announced as of yet, so stay tuned for that. Uh, it says, new this year, Run Disney is offering a new outdoor exclusive area for runners and cheer squad packages for spectators. The exclusive area for runners will be utilized to take photos, pick up their gear, stretch, and recover. Cheer squad packages will allow spectators to access to the finish line, popular Magic Kingdom viewing location, and other amenities. Uh, it is important to note that the cheer squad packages will not include access to the outdoor exclusive area for runners. Um, yeah, so no price or anything was announced in there, but just those changes. You going to run this year? Nope. <laughs> I have... So I, I don't, you know, 
I know I've made many things in, in the CTM fit group many times. Like I'm not, I don't enjoy running. Um, I've ran many times. In my, I mean, I grew up playing sports. So I ran a ton for sports. Right. I ran track. I did long distance, all that stuff. I, I never enjoyed it. Um, I can do like a mile to three miles, whatever. Probably one to five miles I could do. I'm okay. Uh, I have no desire to run a marathon. Like yeah. at all. I I wish I could just to be like, yes, I ran a marathon, but I have my my feet and my legs are so messed up. I have, you know, shins. I've had shin splints since I was 13, and I've got plantar fasciitis on one foot. I have flat feet. Yeah, you don't need to try. Yeah, it would be a mess for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just not happening. For I mean, me, for so. me, I, I mean, back when I was in high school, it would have been more feasible when I weighed like 150 pounds. I don't, yeah. I really wouldn't want to do it now, but, uh, yeah, that's yeah. one of those things that people like, don't you like, I had a buddy that tried to talk me into it a couple of years back and I was like, no, he's like, why? I'm like, I don't want to run every day. Like that sounds, that sounds terrible. I understand why people like it though. No, I do. I, I totally and again, get it. It's one of those things like I'm obviously I'm fine with it. People, you know, well, I you better can, be because they don't care what you well, think. Right. Like I could work <laughs> out every single day and I love it. Like, and a lot of people think that that's insane. I get it. So to each their own but yeah for me run like i would do a 5k or something like that but yeah no marathons for me okay uh next story we're talking about the skyliner got some operational information for you guys and, and it's just pictures released. inside of them yeah so i will say they are roomier inside than in originally anticipated from the pictures i'm seeing they do look roomier hmm I'll say that much. Okay. Um, this six-mile-long Disney Skyliner opens at the end of the month in Walt Disney World. And we are now starting to hear confirmation of some of the operational details. As expected, lightning will be addressed by the Skyliner system closing when lightning is forecast, as one would assume. The system does feature lightning protection, but Disney will obviously be keeping guests out of the sky during bad weather. Uh, bus service will be available during weather closure of the Skyliner. Disney Skyliner is able to carry 10 guests per cabin, and guests may also travel with strollers, wheelchairs, and service animals. I do not. I'm no offense, but I don't want to be in one of those with a service animal. You just never know. If that thing gets stuck, the last thing you want is a, a yapping dog <laughs> stuck oh, in there with true. you. <laughs> just Keep uh, going. I have other things to saying. say about that. Uh, there are five stations in total covering the three lines at Caribbean Beach, Pop Century, Art of Animation, Disney Riviera Resort, Disney's Hollywood Studios, and Epcot International Gateway. Caribbean Beach is the main gateway, and you will transfer there to each destination. Uh, although Disney Riviera Resort does not open until December, the Riviera Station will be available for guests staying at Caribbean Beach on September 29th. Travel time is between 5 and 15 minutes, depending on the specific route. Uh, the Caribbean Beach Resort st Station features a Joffrey's kiosk. The menu of coffees, pastries, and specialty items will include the new Toffee Flight Latte, found initially only at the station. The latte blends uh, sea salt, caramel, toffee, and dark chocolate topped with toffee and chocolate crumbles and whipped cream. Uh, the official opening date of the Skyliner is September 29th. So what I was going to say about that is... is um so when people have a service dog, let's say you have a service dog and you get on to Disney transportation, what if other people are like allergic to yeah. the animal? Like what, what happens in that sense? I, I, I mean, I was thinking about that as you well, were reading and I was like, to I me, here, here's my thing when I'm going to eventually ever ride these things. I'm going to request my own thing. 
Like I don't like. I'm just saying. Can you do that? I'm gonna request your own. I'm gonna be like, ah, this. What can I get the next one? Like honestly, and I'm not trying to like use use workarounds here. If you told the cast member that you're claustrophobic, I'm sure they'd be like, oh, okay, that's fine. I'm just saying. In the case that it does get stuck, you don't want to be in one of these hot boxes with ten people. In when it's hot, I mean, there's no. And my dad rode these and said they're fine and they run, but when they do stop, they get hot really, really quick. As yeah. one would imagine, because Disney, yeah. although they are good at things, they are not magicians, and they cannot make heat not a factor when you're not moving and without air conditioning. So I guess that's a good question too. The loading and the loading processes, like how do they have to have? They have to make them full. They have to I, I people as they can. To on me, it? I feel like that they're not going to force you to get in there. They may. It probably depends on the crowd. I would not. I would yeah. assume if you have a party of ten, then they'll be like, "Oh, sure, you guys can all get in together." But even how, if that's the how case, how fast can you load these? I don't know. I'm very curious. I'm, I'm very curious how all this works. Because I mean, you don't have to have seatbelts. You just walk in, sit down. You're there. Yeah. Can you stand while they're going? I'm sure, well, I'm sure you can do whatever you want. Nobody's in there telling you you can't. Right. But I mean, is it safe? Uh, so many questions. So many questions. Anyway, so that's information for you. And it's not enough because I still have questions. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of questions. And some yeah. I won't I won't put on the show. But I have questions about certain things about the Skyliners that could be an issue. Okay. We'll discuss that at a different time, People sir. do things. People do things a lot. Okay. I'll just put it that way. That's like super vague. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's vague on purpose. People do things. People do things. Yes. You say things. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Next one is Disney Bedtime Hotline. Disney Bedtime Hotline. I thought what you were going to say Disney Bedtime Holla. Holla. I didn't know what you meant. Disney Bedtime that. Hotline returns. Yes. For a limited time. Oh, yes. Uh, beginning today, families and, and fans uh, can add a bit of Disney magic to their bedtime routine with the Disney Bedtime Hotline. When you can call the toll-free number one eight seven 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 mickey you can hear one of six special goodnight messages from either Mickey Mouse, Woody, Jasmine, Anna and Elsa, Yoda, or Spider-Man. Wasn't expecting Yoda in there. Uh, giving kids <laughs> something to look forward to at bedtime might give parents a bit of a break along with the fun, uh, along with a little bit of fun at the end of the day. The phone numbers will be available through September 30th, 2019 throughout the United States. Callers can also opt in for a one-time text message. Uh, in an effort to help improve the bedtime battle, uh, Disney ShopDisney.com uh, is launching an updated sleep shop assortment of sleep items, including plush bedtime bu- uh, buddies, uh, fleece sleep throws, slippers, and new pajama sets, as well as a new subscription program, Disney Bedtime Adventure Box. And for low, as low as twenty seven ninety nine per month, subscribers will receive any everything they need to spark their child's imagination and help establish a regular nighttime routine. Fun for kids and a dream for parents. Each story-filled box includes easy-to-follow activity cards, authentic Disney store pajamas, an adventure-based book, a rewards chart, stickers, and a special offer. Guests can also choose a bedtime deluxe box with an additional two additional treasures. Excuse me. That might include a pillow, blanket, towel, plush, or bath toys over $70 of value as low as $54.99. So, it's a very short amount of time to run that hotline, though. Sleep tight, you will. But why would they... Yeah, I know. Why would they only <laughs> run it for, like, a, like the end of the month? 
I don't know. Just like, testing it. See. Well, I, I wouldn't even do that with, with our daughter because I wouldn't want her to like it and then it's not going to be available. Like, oh, sorry. He's gone. Right. Like, you're just you're yeah. just basically setting yourself up for a meltdown on Are they just October doing 1st. it so they can launch the subscription boxes? That's probably uh, it. But... Because the, the hotline is free, correct? Right. The boxes are not. Right, but so I don't want think you, you get... To, but they I don't want think, you to get started with the hotline, get the subscription box, the, and then keep going. But you don't get the hotline with the, the subscription box, do you? No, what I'm saying is they want... It's like all tied in together, the bedtime stuff. Right. So no, that's, I, that's, it's just like a... The hotline thing is just like a tie-in. Yeah, I get that to a degree, but... That's what they're they doing. Just that's run, what they're doing. Well, I get it, but they ought to just run it all the time. I guess... Listen, I don't... I'm not... I don't work for Disney... I don't work at Disney. The Bobs listen. Guys, just run it all the, the time. Babs. The Although Babs. Although Yoda at bedtime would be strange. <laughs> That's true. Bed go, you must go. Wow, that was That's terrible. That's a bad Yoda. That was terrible. That I never makes sense. Him. Yoda doesn't make sense. Many times. He talks backwards. He just rearranges his sentences. It's fine. It's fine. It's the way he is. <laughs> okay. I was dealing with a Yoda apologist, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. I'm so sorry. I... I tarnished the name of Yoda. So sorry I am. <laughs> we can move on. Uh, next story. Bob Iger says goodbye to the Apple board of directors. Yep. According to an SEC filing today, Disney CEO Bob Iger has resigned from the board of directors for Apple. With Disney Plus launching on November 12th and Apple TV Plus available on November 1st, uh, the two companies will likely be in direct competition in the streaming video service market, causing a possible conflict of interest, you think? Uh, Iger said in a statement, it has been an extraordinary privilege to have served on the Apple board for eight years. And I have the utmost respect for Tim Cook, his team at Apple, and for my fellow board members. Apple is one of the world's most admired companies, known for their quality and integrity of its products and its people. And I am forever grateful to have served as a member of the company's board. Yeah, not surprised this happened. No, no, no. I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know what to say about, you know, I didn't know he was on the board of directors until I I knew he gone. was. Oh. It's one of those things, like, a lot of people, I believe at one point, I know that Google, uh, Eric Schmidt, the guy that used to run Google, was, was on the board, too. There's a lot of crossover. Like, and there was a whole thing whenever Google started Android phones, um, and they, like, basically, because they made him step down. Because yeah, like, yeah, you you know what's going to be happening here. You can't take it over there, sort of thing. So right, yeah. All right, well, uh, my phone comes in tomorrow. Woohoo! Yay! Yeah, and you still don't have a phone case for it. Yeah, they don't make otter boxes or life proof cases. I haven't that got to, I have seen. I haven't got to look, but I find that hard to believe. Look, just just Google Am, just Google Amazon life proof uh, iPhone 11 Pro Max. You get one one thing like one like one uh, well, I tell you what we're going to be doing tomorrow is going from store to store to find one because we'll just wrap it in bubble wrap until they, we find one that's all right i'm not gonna break it okay okay didn't you just drop like four things today nope <laughs> i did not <laughs> okay. all right let's let's move on to rumors because that was the end of the news stories for today rumors we've got this one's interesting it's kind of long, so we're going to kind of pick and choose what we're going to read. But the basic gist is that Rise of the Resistance is not, probably not going to be opening well, when, they, when they say. So the website posts on this, they clearly don't know much about, like they're a comic book site. Yes. So they don't know much about like 
Disney stuff, so you can tell by the wordage. But what makes it interesting are they're claiming some insiders have been posting on WW Magic on their forums, which is a place that many Disney insiders have posted in the past. Um, so some of the stuff they've been posting, uh, this is from, again, this is supposedly from insider says the latest word I have from a few days ago is that TDO, which is team Disney Orlando is now expecting to have a, have to announce a delay for the opening, but they're holding off on an announcement. So as not to damage potential holiday resort bookings, things continue to go poorly at both construction sites. The budget continues to balloon beyond requirements and TDA, which is Team Disney Anaheim, is frankly in freakout mode because September attendance is continuing to be abysmal with DAPs unlocked. Uh, DHS, Hollywood, that's Hollywood Studios, data is beginning to settle in, and Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run is regularly being outperformed in riders and queue times by Slinky Dog and Rock and Roller Coaster after 1 p.m. Another post offers that Wi-Fi might be the issue in addition to some other problems in getting the ride to work. Uh, talking about rides of resistance. Um, my DL, which is Disneyland source recently told me that they were having a great day because there were no breakdowns, but maybe they spoke too soon. Wi-Fi was the initial issue. Uh, I mentioned this a long time ago with my DL source that I worked, uh, in networking. And when the AP gets too busy, it will drop off connections. Blah, blah, yada, blah. So yada, basically yada. they were saying they think the Wi-Fi is bad. <laughs> it's basically like it was working in a Faraday cage. Mm, and okay. what's happening is the the ride vehicles are losing connect connection to the server or whatever and oh, causing wow. it to break down is essentially what they're saying so um see uh, see and they even okay. said um there's also plagued uh heard rumors of in-floor puck issues uh dhs was plagued from the start with building issues pieces in the wrong spots flooding because scrub uh, scroopers were not installed either in time or at all uh, before major florida rains came in and wiped out Tons of money uh, in terms of computer equipment. Mold issues became, uh, because of the water damage. Whole crews, companies being fired, and new ones coming in to basically start over. Um, says, heck, they even had to hold off on their first order Kylo Ren show for a few weeks because rains had damaged and soaked the interior of the Thai Echelon set. They had to let it dry out and seal it properly. So, again, um. we don't know if any of this is true. Um, this is yeah this is strictly a rumor yes um, that's why we put it in rumors yeah but it gives you something to think about that it's out there in the there's a lot of information I mean I guess I, not if, to be at least a little true right I, I mean I guess if we if we end up hearing about galaxies or rise of resistance being delayed then we'll know that there's this is probably accurate so right yeah it's supposed to open on December 5th um of this year at disney world and january 20th is that right for disneyland Somewhere it's there, something yeah. like that so well, and, we'll and see if that in the same article here that apparently some people had asked questions in a thread and these same people wrote back um say another post suggested that the rise of resistance can open december 14th however other reports have stated that the ride goes official on january 17th Hmm. Uh, and this one says as newly uh, as likely best case scenario for Hollywood studios. I've heard twelve uh, fourteen is currently best case. Hmm. So, you know, take it for what it is grain of salt, but yeah, well, I'll get to experience it eventually. Yeah. Probably well, January. 
<laughs> hopefully, you know, eventually yeah. when it's when it's running. But yeah, exactly. But again, just want to reiterate: yes. we're not claiming that this is true. We're not saying it's going to happen. We're just totally putting wrong. it out there as a rumor. Mm-hmm. What this segment is, it's just a rumor. So yes. take it, take that grain of salt. Exactly. Uh, okay, we have one more rumor, and this is tied back to when we talked about Primeval World at the beginning of the show, and what's going on with Dinoland. Uh, yeah, so this one says, details are limited at the moment, but it appears that Disney is considering an addition or replacement to Chester and Hester's Dinorama and possibly all of Dinoland USA. On June 15th, uh, 2019, Primeval World closed for unexpected maintenance. The attraction has remained closed with speculation that it may be permanently closed or shipped into seasonal operation, which they already have. Yeah. The current operation calendar has the attraction closed through December 17, 2019. One concept for this rumor is a roller coaster, possibly the excavator concept, replacing Chester and Hester's Dinorama. At this point, the rumor should be considered blue sky. I mean, I think if if Primeval World, like we like I said earlier, is going away, I feel like you have to do something with Dinoland because mm-hmm. it's already an it's already a land that is just a whatever land. There's no excitement around it. Yeah. Okay, so let's say they do replace it. They take everything out. They no more dinosaurs. What would you like to see in there? The thing is, you know, it's gonna have to be IP based. That's what. Oh yeah, yeah. To me, and I've heard this before, but you know, they required it. They acquired it from Fox, but Ice Age would work there, and you wouldn't have to necessarily get rid of the dinosaurs necessarily. Like you went into mm-hmm. mess with dinosaur, you went into mess with some of the other stuff. Just did an Ice Age layover, do a new ride in there that's based off that maybe. But what would the land be called? That's my question. I mean, you could keep it in the same theme of it. Just be like an Ice Age version of Dino Dino Land, essentially. I don't like the fair thing. I don't. I don't either. I'm just saying that you got to think they're probably wanting to go as low budget as possible with this. But I, Mm. I don't know. I don't really know what would fit. I mean, I know Indiana Jones has been thrown out there, but I still Mm. think that fits better at Hollywood Studios. Mm, Yeah. I mean, it's not animals at all. I mean, other than he's a paleontologist. But those movies don't focus him on being a paleontologist. He's not a paleontologist. Or what is he in there? He's an archaeologist. Archaeologist. What's a paleontologist? That's that's dinosaurs. Okay. Sorry, archaeologist. Which that <laughs> He's not a paleontologist. Excuse me. Um, so which he is d- why it doesn't fit in right. Animal Kingdom. Right. At least to me. I mean... It'd be one thing so if in either. the movies It'd be he great, like because I like it. Jones, it was like but... Indiana Jones dinosaur hunter. It's like sure that would fit. Right. <laughs> dinosaur hunter. That's a, I'm gonna put that on a shirt. Indiana Jones dinosaur hunter. I mean, better movie? <laughs> Question mark. Better movie. <laughs> I shouldn't say. Indiana Jones are great movies, but um, I you know I don't really know. I don't know what you know. I mean, Lion King always comes to mind because as big as that movie is. There's real. I mean, they have a show, and that's about it. Like they yeah. haven't done an actual ride based on it, so I feel like that's always one they could pull out. Maybe I don't know. I'd like to do something. I know they had the Beastly Kingdom area all set, and it never panned out. Technically, Pandora is kind of in now. Kind of, but I would really like to see something with that, like maybe dragons or unicorns or something, because that's super popular right so now. So you want Game of Thrones? I want. No, I don't want Game of Thrones. <laughs> That okay. could get a little rough for the. <laughs> okay, I personally don't like like Game of Thrones, but I can understand why it would be pretty popular in Animal Kingdom. I mean, it would almost be like having a uh, a medieval festival in the middle of Disney World. 
be kind of funny. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Walk in there and hear he. Like, Renaissance Festival. That's what it is. Renaissance Festival. I'm not talking about that that time period. I'm talking I, about just dragons. And, I know. I did, that's I mean, what came to mind. It's like Harry Potter, but not magic. Just dragons and And lots of and, death. Okay, you're getting real dark, sir. No, I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. Uh, not Game of Thrones. I don't think I Game, of Game of Thrones will happen, but yeah. I, I didn't say Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. I said dragons okay. and unicorns. I'm so sorry. You went more reasonable with dragons and unicorns. Centaurs and Pegasus. <laughs> yeah, other than I, other than Ice Age, I, I don't know. I just can't think off the top of my head what else would really go in there. But Okay. Well, you think about it. I'll think about it and uh, send it over to the Bobs. Okay. Sounds good. Let them know Sounds what good. should go in there. I mean, at this point, anything's kind of better than Dino, Dino Lamb. I mean, if we're being honest. See, personally, I'm fine with also getting rid of Dinosaur. I don't think it's a good ride. Agree to disagree. I know. And I know there's a lot anyway, of people that like it. I just yeah. feel like it's it's way too dark and it just you're just being jostled around in the dark. No, it's good. Anyway, that's all we've got for today. Okay. <laughs> but here's my thing about that ride, though, too, is it's getting old. Sure, it's getting. I mean, what's old. Her, what's There's her, a lot of old. What's her face is in the, in the pre-show? Felicia Rashad. Felicia Rashad is amazing. I'm not saying she's not, but I'm saying that when was that recorded in the 90s? Uh, I mean, if I can't remember what year it opened, you opened it in 98. Then yeah. yeah. So I'm just saying, it's you know, if it was recorded in 98, then that's getting close to 20 years old. Okay, Jared. Sure. Sure. Just putting it all out there. <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, that's it for the rumors and news today. Um, do you want to add anything to what we talked about? Or do you have anything else you want to say? Um, I would just mention our coffee sponsor, Expedition Roasters, who are fantastic. Yes. I'd mention them. Um, if you haven't heard about them or you're new to the show, uh, they have... it's A, it's really good coffee, first off. And second, they do it in... in you know, Disney themed and in pop culture themed bags and flavors and things like that. So it's kind of really cool. Um, so yeah, so you can check them out expeditionroasters.com. And if you use the promo code CTM15, you can save 15% off of every single order. Uh, and they have the new pumpkin spice blend, they have the, uh, the churro blend, and uh, there is also, um, can't find, I know the, the s'mores one, I've heard a lot of good things about. So I have, it should be here any day. So like I said before, once it comes in, I'll kind of do a live stream or something in, in Club 32 to, to talk about the flavors. Because uh, mm-hmm. like the one that surprised me was the banana pie one. Oh, yeah. It's actually really good. I usually that not... sounds good. Yeah, really big on flavors in my coffee, but it, it is pretty good. So Cool. Um, yeah, com promo code CTM15. Coolness. Yes. Also, don't forget to check out YouTube, uh, Capture the Magic channel, and you can subscribe to that. And you can see vlogs and our podcasts and Jay and Red series and all that coverage they had um, this past month when they were there at Disney World. Yeah, there'll be a much more. We're going to get back on track. And with a newborn, it's been kind of hard to keep up with that. So mm-hmm. we're going to get stuff back going up on there. So. Sure. And if you're not a member of our Facebook group, Capture the Magic Community, go ahead and um, join up with us there. And again, Club 32, that's our private group. That's uh, ctmvip.com. And yeah, I think that's it. So thank you, Jared, for being on the show today as usual. You're welcome. And thank you, everybody, for watching or listening. And as we always like to say, we will see you in the parks. Bye.